Welcome to a brand new episode of Views of the Next Podcast, and I'm your host, Lama. And each and every Thursday, I bring you a new episode of Somebody Talking About the Ex. And this Thursday, we are on the women's side, right? I think so. Yeah, we're on the women's side. And it's my first lesbian relationship. And to be honest, I lack a lot of knowledge on lesbian couples, gay couples, just that whole community. I lack a lot of knowledge. And we're in a progressive world where you can't say certain things. You have to identify with this person that's a man turning into a woman. Like, I don't want to keep going because I might say the wrong thing. But I like to have guests that can teach me about this world we're living in, right? So I have my guest Delilah on, who's been in a lesbian relationship for three years with an AG. So she was the femme. She was in a relationship with an AG. So that means that's the one that's dressed like a man, has the man that, you know, like, let me stop. Let me just stop. I'm going to get to this episode because I don't want to say nothing crazy. But yeah, Delilah reached out to me after hearing Reek's episode. That's the OG black man. And she was like, I have a story. And I had a girlfriend for three years. Da, 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 da. This is my story. I was like, cool. I never had a lesbian relationship. Talked about on Views of an Ex. Come through. Went to Buatai Ramen. You can clearly hear that in this episode because they always making noise back there. But anyway... I hope y'all all listen to episode 18 featuring Sean, which is part two of episode 13 with Glenda. A lot of people was like, this episode is better than Glenda's because she left a lot of stuff out. He was more detailed. He told more about their relationship. And he cleared a lot of things up. That story is one of my favorites because it was two part. You got the, the women's side, you got the man's side, and it all pieced together. They still love each other. They still hang. I mean, they still had that modern family. Everything is cool. There was no drama. There's a little bit of drama, but not major. Like you, you still see on their page that they take care of the kids well and everything like that. Now, I'm running out of intro time, but something I have never done on this podcast was give shout outs. And I want to take a little time to give shout outs to the people that just rock with me each and every week. And they always messaging me and tuning in. Um, yeah, I just want to give that love out. So shout out to my neighbor across the hall, Gabby. Shout out to Adelia, UAU know. Shout out to UAU know again to my ex-roommate, um, Daryl, who's a pharmacist. He caught up in record speed. Uh, he just be tuning in and like, yo, this episode, this. Like he's really locked in. So shout out to Daryl. Shout out to T Martell and the Love and Relations podcast. She became a fan of the podcast. I like her podcast. Huh? Her boyfriend does one. And they both click. Like, I need to find a relationship like that. They just both get each other. Shout out to Kiari Chelly. I'm, I don't know if I'm saying this wrong, but she's from Toronto or from Canada. And she's a day one. Like she's been locked in ever since. And she was one question away from winning my prize of the quiz. So shout out to her. Shout out to Elisa from the Oprah Rose podcast. And shout out to them. Shout out to I am Chelsea. I am. She's quick to listen to an episode and respond right then and there like an hour later. Like, shout out to her. And she has her own episode on Views of an Ex. It's a good story. And she talks about her ex-boyfriend who passed away. God rest his soul. Great story. Shout out to Nadia, who <laughs> has probably one of the most entertaining episodes on here. Like, even though she sounds nuts and psycho, whatever y'all wanted to say about her, she still promoted this podcast more than, like, myself. And she had she got me a lot of new listeners, a lot of new fans. So shout out to her. 
Shout out to my homegirl Raynell all the way in Oakland. She be tuning in on the low. Um, shout out to UA You Know Again, my homegirl Janae, who be low-key tuning in when we talk about it. And shout out to my two co-hosts, Tasha Talks A Lot and Chanel. Like, I, I, they, they've been a, a big help, especially when it comes to interviewing men. They've been helping me a lot, so shout out to them. If I missed you, I'm going to get you on another episode. Don't worry about it. It's a lot of you that tune in. I just couldn't get you off the top. I just wrote down a few names that I just memorized and got it through. This is a long-ass intro. I'm sorry. But episode 19 is featuring Delilah. Hope y'all enjoy. I'll see y'all next Thursday. how we initiated this whole thing how did you find me so i found you through uh someone who else was on your podcast reek yes the og black man um yes so he posted about the podcast his Mm -hmm. episode um i listened to it i listened to a few other episodes um and i followed you on instagram yes so from there we kind of started communicating and you asked me what my opinions of the podcast yeah and then I told you I would listen and, you know, give you some feedback. So that's kind of how it started. Then you told me you had a situation yourself and it was it was lesbian at the time, right? Yes. Was that a phase? It was, I guess in hindsight, I would call it a phase. All right. At the time, it was my lifestyle. At the time. At the time. So like as of today, you don't go to Pride and all that stuff. You still. I do still. <laughs> <laughs> I I am an LGBTQ. I don't know all I the They added a, a letter, right? Yeah. Yes, I am an ally. All right. Um, which means that I, you know, I'll still go. I still support. I still have a lot of friends who are in that lifestyle. A lot of my friends are in that lifestyle still. Yeah. Um. So you know. I'm around. I'm in the vicinity. Why you stop being in the crew? (laughs) You got out the, as Dave Chappelle would say, he had the car and he was driving and all of the. Oh yes. So you got out the car. I got out. I I did get out the car. (laughs) I mean, I might pull up to the the meetup, but you know. Yeah. So you're not in that in that lane no more. All right. Um, I would like to tell you that all exes are anonymous. And I give y'all the option, my guest on the show, the option to choose a name. Mm-hmm. What name would you choose for your ex? So I chose the name Redacted. And why you chose that name? And what does Redacted mean? So I chose that name because it's basically uh, the version of like a bleep. If you wanted to bleep something out. Yeah, yeah. But in writing, it would you would redact it. Um, so... <laughs> The formal, I guess, definition is to edit text for publication or to censor or obscure part of a text for legal or security purposes. Wow. So. All right. We're going to keep it anonymous and redact the name out every time we need to mention it. So redacted. Want to shorten that? Like Riri or? Redacted. We got it. Redacted. So let's go back to when you first met Redacted. I first met Redacted actually on, I think I would say on Twitter. Yo, Twitter's the real dating app. <laughs> it's the real, yeah. The, the, the ironic part about it is that um, I met her through a girl that she was in a relationship with. 
Um, and I kind of knew that person first. On Twitter. On Twitter and through other social media and the party scene. Gotcha. Um, so I knew her ex, who was actually her girlfriend at the time, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew her. And then, you know, that's how I ended up kind of getting connected to Redacted yeah. as a byproduct of that. So you followed her ex, right? So she would retweet her. You'll see her. What drew you into Redacted? It it was it was just like growing network and you know you're you're another person who's in the mix and in yeah, the scene. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I got my tradition of my California rose. Thank you so much. All right, go ahead. Um. So. It was just basically like, oh, I know you, this is your girl, I'll mm-hmm. add her, these are her friends, which is friends with my, you know, friends of other friends. So yeah. one of those kind of things where it's like we all know each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's how I kind of got introduced to her digitally, initially. Yeah. All right. All right. Now, let's go back to y'all actually meeting and, and building this connection. Okay. So what occurred was, I think it was... Nine times, nine, 9.9 times out of 10, that relationship had already ended with, or, her, and, uh, with her and right. re- with Redacted and her girl. Yes. Um, I think it was, it ended or was ending or nine times out of 10, it ended. Um, and she, she basically shot her shot online. Um, Whoa. And. Well, she never gave you signs that she liked you. She ever comment under your pictures. No, she Nothing? she wasn't a person who was active on social media. She oh, had right. an account, but she was not really active, yeah. and she didn't really use it a lot. Um, so I didn't really know much about her um, outside of what her girlfriend would post about their relationship. What's it like, messy? It was, mm. you know, it. This was, a, you know, a few years ago, and Twitter was a thing, and Facebook was a thing, and. Um, you know, like everyone wants to do the bagels and post their relationship, mm-hmm. and so she, you know, she post, redacted. Yeah. Redacted's girlfriend would post about their relationship a lot. Um, <laughs> again, like I didn't have any interest in her at the time, but again, after the relationship was over, she shot her shot, yeah. and I was like, okay. Um, Wait, her- hold on. To cut you off, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a little like ignorant when it comes to this Mm -hmm. stuff so what type of lesbian was she okay so redacted is what we would call an ag a more aggressive that's the one that looked like uh younger man yeah yes (laughs) yes yes she she dresses more uh aggressive men's clothes you know all right got it it. so she shot a shot they aggressive yes all right so yeah (laughs) so she shot a shot and i would i want to say this was uh Right before, like, uh, a New Year's Eve one year. I don't remember mm. what year it was. But we uh, we were talking about a party that was, you know, being promoted and trying to figure out, like, oh, are you going to this party? Yeah. And that's how we, I think, officially first met face-to-face in a party. Um, right. And I wasn't really inspired by the first meeting. I was like, okay. Was, you, was it awkward? No. I know after following people, you actually meet them. It could be kind of 
she didn't talk much. She wasn't. She's yeah. not a very vocal or verbal person. So like right. you know, she said hi. We spoke in the party. It was like cool, but it's also not the environment to have like a full fledged conversation to mm-hmm. get to know somebody. Um, so it was just more like a meet and greet yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, that's how we first initially met. Um, and then I want to say. Like, after that, I didn't really follow through with, like, staying in communication with her. So it was probably a few months later uh, we reconnected and, like, started speaking again. And this was probably in, like, March, April, Mm -hmm. May-ish. Now, before that, mm -hmm. was you already lesbian? Was you already, like, turned out already? <laughs> yes, I was right. already in the lifestyle prior to that. All right. Yes. So, looking at her, what was your first thoughts? Um, honestly, based on, based on the way that her girlfriend at the time, like, would portray the relationship, I was not impressed. Like, <laughs> you know, right. the girlfriend at the time was kind of like a bird- I don't like no shade, but she was kind of like a bird. So I'm like, you're a bird. This is your girl. Like y'all birds, like whatever. Like I'm not interested. I'm not impressed. Mm -hmm. That's cute. Y'all together. Y'all happy. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. But I was not interested at all, honestly. So met a few months later, time passed. Mm -hmm. And then what happened after that? Um, I think what happened after that was she resurfaced. We might have bumped into each other at a party or out and about, um, and we kind of, you know, reconnected. She she was persistent, um, that I will say. And I think... Oh, so she was already feeling you? Yes. Why, like, what did you do to make a... I was myself. And who is you? What, what is you being yourself? Are you funny? Funny, right. um, interesting, yeah. accomplished. Now, not- what, is, what is your sign? I'm a Libra. All right. I don't know nothing about Libras. But, um, right. Yeah. So, you know, and I was also a person who wasn't really in the mix. You wouldn't see me. Oh, so that's I a was, plus. I was, yeah. I was around, but in the, like, peripheral. Yeah, so yeah, you didn't yeah. really know my business, but you might see me around. You might see me comment here, comment there. <laughs> but I wasn't the person to post about what was happening in my interpersonal life. Gotcha, so I was gotcha, more low-key. Gotcha. Right. And when I was posting, I was doing lit shit. I'm in school, I'm working, I'm traveling, I'm this, I'm that. Got a crib, got a car. You know, like, yeah. being lit. So she, seen that she saw was that on, was and was it. like, hmm. Right. Um, and I think that's what kind of kept her persistent about me. Yeah. Um, so we finally started actually, like, talking in, like, the spring of whatever year that was. Um, and it kind of just went from there. I, I gave it a shot. The relationship was allegedly over. Yeah. Um, supposed to be over. And, you know, between Redacted and her ex at yeah, the time. Yeah. You know, she had been around since, mm. you know, the beginning of that year. So yeah. a few months later, you know, I got free time, whatever. Like, I, I don't have anybody, you know, occupying my time or my space per se. Yeah. So. I was like, I'm going to see what she has to say because, you know, again, she's been persistent. Mm-hmm. So we basically just started talking, started hanging out, started dating. And how was that? It was cool. Like, what was your first date like? We probably went to dinner. She was probably shy. 
Wait, what's probably? You don't remember the first date? This is a, how long was this? This relationship was it started in 2013. Oh, that's wow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you don't yeah. remember the first first date? Oh, man. So, you probably went to dinner. We probably so we, she, you think she set it up? Yeah, she set right. it up. I'm sure she set it up. We went to dinner. Mm-hmm. And we probably just we probably just talked, had a good yeah. time. And I, I'm nine times out of ten, she made a good impression because I agreed to see her again. Yeah. So we continued to see each other, continued to hang out. She started coming over, spending coming time. Coming over? At your house? At my house, spending the nights. And, you know, unfortunately, there's this stereotype about lesbian relationships that the second date is like a U-Haul. What is that? What, what, they move in after the second date. Like lesbians move really fast. I've never heard of this one. <laughs> if any of your listeners are familiar with the lesbian relationships, relationships, right? they know that after the second date, you're married, you have a dog. Like, like the second, like the second date, lesbians move like but why? this. Why? Like what, what, what is happening? It's just a familiar, a familiar. Adley, I don't know. I'll get tongue twisted. Sorry. Too. Familiar. I can't even say it. But I know we know what you're talking about. Go ahead, move on. There's a familiar rap. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say it again. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but in, in lesbian relationships, like in lesbian relationships, you have that. So it kind of moves just quick. Like yeah, yeah. women, they kind of you know. I feel like by nature, women are kind of somewhat maybe clingy, yeah. and they want that. Uh, <laughs> affection and they mm-hmm. want that you know being all on top of you being with you all the time that's not all women but a not, lot of women not all women yeah, yeah, so yeah. If, if if that's majority of women yeah. and you have two women yeah that's, it's like it. you know it's it. on 10 that's funny so she basically know. moved in she was leaving her underwear and <laughs> her boxes yeah 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 <laughs> it, it probably did happen pretty quickly because if we if we we met up and started kind of see, like speaking in the in the spring. Yeah. So here's actually something that I'm. That's a key point. Mm-hmm. She had been broken up from her ex, but they were still in communication. And you knew about this. I knew about this. Did you go creeping to see? No, she oh. told me. All right, all right. Um, and I don't want to get too into details yeah. of what that dynamic was like, but they had some unfinished business. Because a child became involved in this scenario. Yo, I'm so, they, they they adopted. Yes, they wow. They, they they took they took custody of a child who was a family yeah. member of redacted exes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so like a family came in, a baby came into the picture. There was a family situation at you know when when, yeah. when the breakup occurred. And that kind of lingered on, honestly, until the day we broke up. Dang. So you had to deal with that. So it was a lot of trust issues. There were a lot of trust issues. All right. So but let's go back to the, the relationship part. Okay. So you, you, you've been with her for three years. So I know there's some, some love there. Of course. All right. So she basically moved in after the second date. <laughs> More or less. Um, how, was, how was that? Like, just... The whole chemistry, everything. It was cool. Was there any like red flags being shown throughout? The, the, besides the whole X thing. The red flags were in hindsight. Yeah. Um, because what ended up being a downfall in our relationship, and ultimately the reason why we broke up, 
was because her world revolved around me. Oh, all right. So I, I get that. The, the, the average, you know, lesbian couple, I suppose, is really, you know, on top of each other. But you still have your own life. Yeah, yeah. But she was the type of person that whenever she was with somebody, her, her life would start to revolve around that person. So she didn't have many of her own friends. She didn't necessarily have the best relationship with her family. So whoever she was with was like her home, her family, yeah, her yeah. base. And again... Was she overprotective? Yes. All right. So I know the AGs be like... Yes. Wanting to fight men. And that's important. All right. That, yeah. That'll... Well, I that'll, almost got into a fight with one. Wow. All I did was look at her girl. Right. I didn't even know she, I didn't even know she was gay. But, right. Right. Yeah. So... Again, like the red flags were in hindsight because in the beginning she was always there. Mm. And to me, I'm like, okay, you're cool. I like you. You want to be around me. You're around, like, you're around, you're around, you're around, you're around, you're around, you know? And then it's like you don't go anywhere. And in the beginning, yeah, annoying. In the beginning, it's just like, oh, this is cool. You, you know, you're into me. But it was more than just being into me, it was more like uh, somewhat of an obsession. I think. Yeah. Um, and again, like, that's kind of what ultimately led to us breaking up. Like, all right, you say obsession. Explain that part, like, in detail. So, it would get to a point where I would come home and she would ask me, like, how was your day? Mm-hmm. Which is a normal question you ask someone that you're in a relationship with. But then she would ask me, so who did you speak to today? Oh, man. Yeah, she's the ag ag. So yeah. I would literally have to open my phone and look through my text messages and tell her I spoke to my sister. I spoke to, to show my... her to her? She never wanted to look at my phone. But she would ask me 101 questions. Was she, was she abusive? No. All right, all right. No. Well, Controlling. Yeah. Not abusive. Very controlling. Cause I all right, I had his name is Ty Cole, and he was he was gay too. His partner was very controlling and abusive, uh-huh. and it was it just brought back memories. Go ahead. I'm not gonna say we didn't get into physical altercations. What? Why is that a thing? All right. Why is it a thing? Yeah. Honestly, she used to lie. So you. So she triggered you. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and. It just wasn't a good, it wasn't a good, um, it wasn't a good, like, it wasn't an ideal situation. It wasn't a good situation. Now, this is your first love, or you love before? No, no, not my first love. But you stayed. I stayed. every trigger. Yeah. Well, these, so we, we went through, like, some growing pains in the beginning. We did a little bit of the, the fighting in the beginning. Yeah. And then we kind of stopped that. We, we did stop that for a while, probably. And, and then, like, once the fighting stopped, it still just became, like, a lot of constant arguing mm-hmm. and bickering because she wasn't lying anymore, but she was, you know, transitioning into that being obsessed with everything that I'm doing. Yeah. So that kind of caused a lot of... Was it stuff like she didn't know what time you would make it home from work and... Uh, it was like your friends or who you talking to like with the friends and how you talk to them so like, stuff like that like would she get jealous and- she was jealous of my female friends yeah. she did not like my friends 
Um, she used to talk shit about them. Like, if I wanted to go hang out with my friends, why you want to hang out with that bald-headed girl? It was one of my friends. She had a shortcut. Like, she would, you know, just be annoying and yeah. petty and childish and immature. Yeah. So, you know, I went through that. But, again, I told you, like, what drew her to me, I was in school. I was working. I was, you know, busy, doing yeah. what I had to do. So, I had two jobs at the time. And I would leave work and go maybe like 20 blocks downtown to my second job. Mm -hmm. And if I didn't let her know that I was leaving job A oh, damn. and on my way to job B, yeah. it was a problem. Why you didn't tell me you were leaving? I'm getting on the bus to go downtown to go to work. Like, What made her that way? In your in your uh, mind, like in your mind, what made her? I honestly believe that that's how she was before she met me, and what the root cause of that is, I I, I could theorize, yeah. but I don't know. I can't. Man, I really tough. can't say. Yeah. Now, I had a question, but I can't remember. You just threw me off. But um, the good moments. What was some? What was something good? This is a lot of bad that's happened. You're talking about. What was the, the the good moments like? What was? What did you like most about her? So, the good moments were she was attentive, yeah, caring, sweet. She did want to make me happy. Um, you know, she was always around, supportive, helpful. Mm -hmm. um, you know, she did show me a lot of love. Yeah, and. In those moments, it felt like a good thing. All right. But when I think about it in hindsight, again, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty. I I, I kind of feel like some of that was more so part of her obsessive personality and not mm. so much love. Yeah. Now, you wrote in your questionnaire that um, when y'all broke up, it was because of insecurities and, and stuff like that take me back to when that that moment you called it quit she was like fuck this i'm out i can't take this no more and you said that she she, <laughs> she pulled the wig down <laughs> that's the first time i've ever seen that guys you about to get in <laughs> um yeah that's i would never know this lifestyle like Every time I hear certain stories, not even on this podcast, but just certain stories of my like lesbian and gay friends, it's always bad. Like it's like terrible, the most toxic shit ever. Very toxic. Yeah. So I'm gonna take it back a little bit because it's gonna tie in again. Yeah. When she and I met, we both actually had unfinished business with other people. So she had the ex mm -hmm. that I was that I mentioned that the baby came into the picture yeah, yeah. and all that. And there was a girl who was in my life, but she lived in California. Did you still have feelings for her? Who? To the California girl. Yeah. There, was a, there were very strong feelings for that person so at the time. So did you feel like you gave it all with redacted? Initially, no. All right. In the beginning? Yeah. In the spring, spring, summer, when, when I first started yeah. speaking to redacted? Yeah. There was still like communication with this other person who was out of town. Yeah, yeah. And 
I told Redacted about this person. How did she take that? She initially, I she didn't take it well. Yeah. And what happened was, I actually had planned a trip to California in the midst. You want Redacted to kill? Good. The trip was planned before she and I kind of started really right, seeing right, right. each that's, other. That's, yeah, that's regular. All right. But it it was honestly to see this person and you know spend time with this person. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know when someone is on the other side of the country and y'all you know y'all speaking is cool, but it wasn't really even yeah, like a relationship. We yeah, were just yeah. getting to know each other. Yeah. Um, but we had a, you know, we had like a, a good relationship, a bond. It was cool. We spoke, like we we got we got along well with each other. Yeah. It was a nice little vibe, and I think Redacted was intimidated by that, even though this person is all the way in California. Because um, she know how you feel about that person. That's what it, that's what it is. Right. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I was honest about it. Yeah. We just meeting. I have somewhat of a situation over here I'm gonna tell you about it it is what it is if you kinda wanna still be around then you be around I wasn't selling her any dreams I didn't tell her anything was gonna be anything that it wasn't you know like and again she had this whole baby mama situation that she was still kind of figuring out they don't have a good relationship but the baby is still now she would go over there to take care of the baby and see the baby and all that stuff not necessarily that again and I don't want to get too much into that scenario but yeah. that girl the one who I told you was yeah. somewhat of a bird yeah. she continued to do what birds do so yeah you know she was she had other situations other people but involved redacted was the one that but redacted was the quote unquote other parent of this child so mm-hmm. she still had quote unquote obligations yeah. Yeah. so you know there was one time that Redacted got a phone call about like the baby needing pampers, some wild whatever. So Redacted goes over there to take pampers. When she gets there, her ex her ex had like somebody else there. So again, lesbian drama, stay away. Like <laughs> you know, so again, like that was mad messy, yeah. mad mixy. And I know all the parties involved. Yeah. Because you know even the, the person that was there? Right. You know them? I know that person. I knew that person before I knew either of what you know in the, because in, what, what kind of community is this? Like yeah, small, all like go to the same parties. Small. Very it's, small. Yeah. Dang. Very small. Same parties, same events, same friends. Yeah. Um so you know, she kind of still had that going on. And I, like I said, we had unfinished business. The California situation was still going on. I had a trip pending. So, you know, it was just between the spring and the summer, that's kind of what was transpiring. We're hanging out. I got this happening. You got your situation happening. And cool. we, you know, right, we're trying to figure it out. Yeah. And in that, in that same time, you know, in that spring, summer, and this is, again, like the beginning yeah. She's, you know, lying about certain things. She's being true to about... Protect your feel- like, to protect your feelings. Not to protect my feelings. No? She was lying because she was a liar. So this plays into why I broke up. It does. All right. Um, in some ways. In some ways. All right. Um, but it plays, it plays into why we broke up because the California situation was the final straw. 
three years later, it came back up, and I, I'll get to that. All right. Well, yeah, I, I'm trying to create a timeline here because I know it sounds. It's, it's everywhere a little bit. A little yeah, bit everywhere. Ahead, so, ahead. you know, that situation was occurring. Um, Who's going to the breakup part? To the oh, to the breakup. Yeah, what uh, ma- what made you call oh. the, call it quits? You said it was mutual, but right. I know you had you already was like probably out of it. Oh yeah, I was I was I was I was out of it months ago. Probably a few months before I actually split. Okay. All right. Um, but so the breakup, how that occurred, um, we had been having a lot of trust issues because as time was going on, I was still living my life how I had been living my life. And what is that? Traveling out. Was you meeting people? No. All right. I never, at no point in you the- never, re- you, you never cheated on At her. no point in the relationship that I cheat, that I even have an eye for anyone else. All right. For the entire relationship until the very, very, like, very, very, very end. The very, very, very end. <laughs> and I'll get to that. Yeah. But what occurred was, for whatever reason, throughout our entire relationship, so we went through this transition period of when we had first got together in that spring. She had that situation. I had my situation. I take the trip to California, spend the time with the girl. After that, me and the girl was kind of like done. All right. What did you do in California? What, stayed, I, what happened in California stays in California? Nothing happened. Nothing happened in right. California. I was good. Nothing no happened. No sexual activity. No sexual. No, I didn't right. even kiss okay. that girl. All right. Um. Nothing happened. All right. So you took the trip, came back, and it was done after that. It was yeah. So you invested all your time into redacting. Exactly. So now, right, now, so now, now it's summertime. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm rocking out with Shorty. You know, yeah. we're doing good. Yeah. California situation is kind of like you know, phase faded away. Um. And we good. Yeah, yeah. But she kind of continued. So I let my situation go. I cut it off. It was pretty much done. Yeah. Unfortunately for her, her situation wasn't really as done. Yeah, kid is involved. As, you know, she kind of portrayed it to be. So throughout that summer, you know, she's kind of still in contact with Shorty, being a little less honest about it, getting caught in lies. Yeah, but you stayed. Yeah, I stayed. Additional two and a half years or two we years, got right? that. This was also like within the first six yeah. to nine months. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Fir- the beginning. We went through a real tough transition to get through everything, right? So let's fast forward a bit, maybe to the, 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 end, last year? the end of, no, the end of that year, right? All right? Everything is fine for the most part. Yeah. And then we good, you know? So then we, we spend... Maybe another year or two together. But throughout this year or two, it's kind of like, it's rocky. It's not as tumultuous. So it's like, like arguments. Exactly. Job, uh, arguments, up, getting argue, past yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Arguments, getting right. past it. Yeah. But, but the, arg- the arguments are not like random argument here, random argument here. It's a reoccurring argument based in her insecurity. You know, in relationships, that's the thing. Like once you, honeymoon, you got the honeymoon phase. And then everybody show they troop their cards, right? Then once you have that argument, it's getting past that argument. And if you can't get past that, your shit is over. But a lot of people stay because they love the person and right. they have feelings for the person. But like you're saying, those arguments keep coming up. 
it was a re- it was it was a few recurrent arguments, and the recur- the recurrent arguments were based on insecurity. Why you didn't tell me you were doing mm. this? Why why you didn't ask me if you could do? Ask you. This girl wanted me to ask mm-hmm. her before I made plans to hang out with my friends. Nope. She tried to control every single aspect of my life, and every time I got away from her, was because we were arguing to the point where I needed to physically leave. And then I would go hang out with my friends, but the whole time I with my friends, I'm arguing with her. So my cool. friends, over like a two year period, every time they saw me, I was arguing with my girl, like, like it's literally on the phone, yeah, yeah. Or, you know. And then at the time in my mind, like, I couldn't just make a sound decision to say like this is not the right thing to do to engage in this argument. So I would engage in the argument because I'm tight, emotions are high, I'm not doing shit, you're tight for no reason, I'm trying to prove my innocence. And it was just, it was very heated. And that happened frequently throughout, you know, the, the yeah. years. And we would have these arguments, and it would get better. But that was because I decided, like, let me just do what she wants. Let me just appease her. I would tell her, instead of asking me every day I come home who I spoke to, yeah, yeah. go in my phone and look for yourself. Oh, I never had a lock code on my phone for the, the all the years we were together. Yeah. But she swore that I don't go I don't like to go through phones. I don't like to go through phones. But if you're gonna ask me the these stuff, questions, yeah, I the prefer phone. you to go to my like, you know, just go look for yourself. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna take my word for it, just go look for yourself. So, you know, we we went through that and I mean if you wanna get to the actual breakup. The nitty gritty, yeah. Um. So what what happened at one point in time was there was some. So she was staying with me, and and then we kind of ran into some some issues or some conflicts around finances. So she was staying with me, right? She was helping me with rent, with bills, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. Good. Right. Then we had we have an argument. She packs her shit. <laughs> she leaves. This right? is toxic as hell. All fine, right. <laughs> fine, leave. Not a problem at all. So she goes and makes some other financial decisions that kind of put her in a bind. She bought a car. For what? To sleep in it? No, no. Oh, she needed a car. Like she, oh, she I'm going to say she needed a car. She wanted a car. She she wanted a car. But that became, After she left? After she left. How long did she leave? She was gone for probably like two weeks. Yeah, bought a damn car. But in, right. while she was with me, I think she was trying to get this car, and she left. Then she ended up getting a car. So now her finances. Y'all was young. I didn't even look at the age, but y'all was young. I could tell. Yeah, er, like like uh, early you early are, to mid twenties. Right, so mid twenties. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Twenties, twenty twenty yeah. twenty six, twenty seven. You yeah. know, twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven, yeah. around there. Um. So now all her money is kind of like. Because the going insurance, to, yeah. Going to this car. Uh, so yeah. now you want to come back because we over this argument, but now your finances is different. You mm. can't really help. Mm. So it's like, I, like now you put me in a position because another you, problem. Yeah. you want this key to be able to come and go as you please, but you're telling me you can't help because you decided to buy a car. Um, so that was kind of an issue. And when it was time for me to move from mm-hmm. my apartment, I, I, I was telling her, like, I'm not going to move from where you're not helping me pay rent to another, pla- to another place where you're not helping me pay rent. Right. So that became an issue. Yeah. 
because if you're not moving with me, now you have to kind of go find something to do. True. And you already have these controlling trust issues. It was it was a big reoccurring issue. And what really kind of started coming out a lot was I think I didn't do the best job at catering to her feelings and being sensitive about the matter. So it made her feel more insecure about herself because she wasn't able to contribute and provide. All right. So, you know, she, she dealt with that as well. And I, I, I can honestly say I wasn't the best about it. So you talk shit, like you'll say stuff. I would probably say some things that weren't nice. I don't think I ever called her broke, but I was on some shit like, if you can't move how I'm moving, then I don't know what to tell you. Because you was on your trips. And, I, on yeah. trips. All right. Recurring. Every every other month, I'm gone. Yeah, that's shitty. You can make somebody feel low. She's like, yeah. why would you want to travel without me? And I'm like, why would you want to hold me back from doing what I love to do because you can't accompany me? Mm. So that became an issue as well. I'm traveling. I'm hanging out with my friends. I'm doing this. I'm, I'm doing whatever I want to do. Yeah, yeah. And you're in a position where you can't keep up. And you know that I'm lit and you know that everybody, you know, is looking. And if I was a hot commodity to you, every, I'm a hot commodity to everyone else. Right, right. So, you know, that kind of played a part in her insecurity. And then on top of that, I want to hang out with people. Mm. I, I want to go chill with this, you know, not on no, not, you know, nothing extra yeah, yeah, or yeah. cheaty, but like. That's just who you are. If people, yeah. it, uh, exactly. I'm yeah, social. Yeah. I'm here. I'm here, you know? So if people want to chill, they want to link, they want to go for drinks, they want to talk to me, you want to pick my brain. I'm like, sure. What, you yeah. know, whatever it might have been, all of that, she just kind of sitting, she started like feeling like she yeah. was in the background. Yeah, it's shitty. It's shitty. It's a shitty feeling for her. I know it's for her, it's a shitty feeling. Now, let's, f- we spent like 10 minutes. We didn't even get to the breakup part. Let's so, get to the final, yeah. The final, final breakup. You said it was mutual. It was mutual. We, what happened was, for some reason, for whatever fucking reason, excuse me, she asked me two and a half, three years later about this trip to California again. That was a long ass time ago. It was a long ass time ago. This girl had dissipated into the fucking dust. This girl, we're barely in contact, if in contact at all. She asked me about the trip to California. So you tell so you still telling me nothing happened? And I'm like, nothing happened. Where I fucked up. I mentioned one detail that I didn't tell her in the beginning. In the beginning. She's I'm already like, insecure. She's already insecure. So now to her, I lied about everything. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why I was that's why I was brought up. And it was at that point I was just like, "It's we not gonna like I I don't I like I don't there's no there's no resolution here." So at that time we were actually staying together, but we were staying with her family. 
So, oh, so you moved out of the apartment. All right. I, I did move out of the apartment. Yeah, so you, all right, so you in the you in the back burner now. So you like it's flipped on you. So you have to get out. No. <laughs> y- yes and no. Yes and no. An interesting fact that 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 happened all in this time frame was um, my mom ended up having space in her crib. All right. Also, all right. My sister moved out of my mom's crib. She went to go get her own spot. So I'm like, it's an open room. I'm already in this situation that's not really sturdy. This girl is tripping. We in her mom's crib. We still riffing. Yeah. I'm just going to go chill with my mom until I figure out what I want to do next. Right. So I left. And this is before the argument. This is actually before... That conversation when she asked me about my ex again, I mean, sorry, about the California situation again, came up. But either way, within a week of me like packing all my shit and leaving, by the end of that week, that's when the relationship was over. But like, because you left the house, that was it? No, we were still together when I left. So what happened? Like, how did it, how did it end? Like, Like, how did that end? She must have asked me something. We had a final conversation. It was just like... In person? No, over the phone. phone. I'm on the train on my way to... I don't even know where. But I remember being on the train and the conversation ended like, all right, so fine. All right, so fine. We hang up the phone. Yeah, block each other? I didn't block her. I think she blocked me. I didn't block her. But from there, neither one of us picked up the phone to... to, uh, Yeah. You know, because I had... That's a regular thing. I talk all the time. Well, yeah, we would talk, we would talk, but we would argue. So, I left, and, I mean, I was already at my mom's house, like I said, by the end of that week, we had this final conversation, and it was like, so fine, so fine, and... That was it? We didn't, that was it. To this day, that was it? No, we've spoken since then, but, but now she doesn't really speak to me. (laughs) Yo... All right, so that's it, that's it. When was the next time you spoke to her? It was probably... She ain't leave no... She, you ain't leave nothing at her house? I did leave stuff at All her right. house. Did you get it? Yes, I did. And I think I probably I probably ended up getting it like a week or two later. So, by the time we broke up, because I went, like I, like I said, I, I moved to my mom's crib, I left. And I think by the end of that week of being at my mom's crib, I bought a car. What the fuck is buying cars? That's, that's a lesbian thing? Too? I needed a car. Oh, all right. <laughs> because where my mom lived, I needed a car. So I went and got a car. So by like the end of that week, I had my car ready. We, we stopped speaking maybe like a few days after that. You felt lit then. All right. You back. I was, I, I was lit. <laughs> I'm still lit. <laughs> right. Um, I go... You know, we had spoken. I think I told her, like, I needed to get my stuff. Yeah, I got yeah. my stuff. Her, you know, her mom was there. I got my stuff. And that was it. Like, we didn't really... I didn't reach back out to her. She didn't reach out to me. It was damaged. A lot it of was, damage. It was a, a lot, lot of damage, damage that occurred. Yeah. Um, she wasn't feeling me. I think she was really hurt. Hurt that I actually left. Yeah. Um, and that was it. Like, I had reached out to her... That following, like the like maybe a month and a half later, because her birthday was coming up, and I was like, you know, let me be, because I think that year from my birthday, she had did something nice for me, mm-hmm. and her birthday came after the breakup. So I was like, you know what, let me take her to dinner. I'm not interested in being back with her. I'm yeah. good. Like I'm, I'm free. Yeah. All the stress and the weight is off me. I'm living. I'm working. I'm doing what I gotta do. 
I hit her up. She agrees to go out with me, but it was it was a terrible time. We didn't. It wasn't a good date. She kept. She. I think she wanted me to know that there was somebody else in her life. <laughs> Cause she's she's doing this thing with the phone where she's like texting and smiling and like just being mad awkward. Yeah. And I think she might even mentioned i might have asked her like so what you know what's that about not because i'm get trying to be a crazy ex but i'm yeah. just asking like we're having dinner and you are clearly preoccupied yeah if you didn't want to come out with me then you shouldn't have come right right um but then i think she might have told me and then i think online i like i said i hadn't blocked her so i think online i could probably see that there was hints of somebody else in the picture but the dinner went terrible, and then after that, I was like, this is not, it doesn't even make sense for us to try and even remain friends. I'm not heartbroken at all at this breakup. Really? Not Three at years? All. I was, I was miserable. All right. Got it. By the end of it, it was like getting out of jail. Yeah. To be with somebody who you come home, and, and they- you report to the police. Report your, <laughs> your parole, yo, your parole officer. Yo, it, it was- it was it was real bad. Like she would question every single thing. But you had after the breakup, you did have you did think about her. You did miss certain things, no? Not really. I was. What was like? All right, mad private, but sex. Like what? What? What, what is that like with with lesbians? two women? Yeah. Honestly, it's like what you would envision normal sex to be like. No, because. Don't she put a strap on and there's no feeling on a strap on? I well, I you don't. Just tell you tell her to stop. Like I, right, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. Right. When I'm when I, like in in those in in those situations, it kind of ends simultaneously. Honestly, how because I'm so low, <laughs> I'm so ignorant. But how does it end for her? Like is it, it her pleasing you turns her on? Yeah, and there's also still stimulation in wearing. The strap on? The strap on. How? Is it built a certain way? I mean, I don't <laughs> use that device. I couldn't vividly tell you, but there's there's like friction. So if you think about if you think about uh the female think about if you nothing. think if you think about the female anatomy, right, and the, the female sex organs, you have the vagina and then there's a clitoris. So the clitoris receives stimulation through, you know, touching. So if there's that friction and that touching and that rubbing from the from the strap, from the strap. yeah, like right. you know, so they built a certain way. Yeah. All right. All right. I, all I right. mean, I suppose that they feel something, or sometimes it's mental. Some 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 lesbians will tell you that it's mental in a way that okay. like I you didn't even miss that. No. After the breakup. No. Nah. Right. So fast but, forward. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. So a part that I mentioned earlier, how. I never cheated, mm -hmm. but like towards the very end, there was my interest had kind of started to wander to somebody else. Man, man or woman? It was a guy. This is toxic. It's like the whole guy. So if we broke up in we broke up in November, by like October, I was kind of talking little little conversations with a guy that I was interested On in. Twitter? No, it was a guy that I work with. So I started at work. Mm. I would see him every day. We would flirt with each that other. That was your work bay. Yeah. Gotcha. So when she was finally like done, I was like, 
all eyes on him because he was he was the light. Yeah. After being in a toxic, yeah, controlling situation, he was just fun. It was sweet. It was you know. Now you would go out with him on like little work dates. Little work dates, spend lunch together, meet me in, meet me over here. I'm going outside around the block. Come walk with me to the store. That plays into why yeah, I broke up too. You know that, right? It does. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. In a way. Yeah. However, our relationship was over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way long, you know, before he came into the picture. All right, all right. Unfortunately, you know, in reality. So you was cheating without physically cheating. It was, was more. It was, it was. Yeah. It was more uh, so emotional. <laughs> emotional. Emotionally, like you know, interested in somebody yeah, else. Yeah. Who was the complete opposite, you know? Yeah. All right. So you, you, you told me about a plot twist, all right, before this. So one of the things that used to recur as a problem yeah. in our relationship um, was she felt insecure about men. Right? Huh? Men. She felt insecure about men, like me wanting to be friends with guys. That, but that's the thing with, with AGs. It was very, 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 like, intense and problematic. Like, I I don't want to say I couldn't, yeah. but I couldn't have male friends throughout mm. the time we were together. Right? And how would you handle that with the, with, the, with the males? They didn't exist. So they would try to befriend you, and what would you, like, what would you do? I, I wouldn't engage. I didn't, I didn't engage For in it. her? Yes. I did, see, this is the thing about the relationship, Shit, though. Man. I did everything that I could to appease her insecurities. Yeah, yeah. You have an issue with who I'm talking to. Go through my phone if you want to. You want me, you know, like, you don't want me to be friends with dudes. I won't be friends with dudes. You don't want me to hang out with my friends. You know, like, I won't really see my friends that much. I did everything that I could to appease her insecurities to the best of my ability without killing myself literally you know like stripping away who the fuck i am Damn, in the process and sucks. It, it was bad but um i think what finally kind of really made me really just kind of like start making my exit was you know it i was miserable yeah i felt trapped like yeah. there was no there was no, it was it wasn't fun even when we weren't arguing, I, I just I was just like happy that we weren't arguing. Mm. But I'm also like I gotta change who I am, modify who I am, stop doing the things that I want to do, in order to make this relationship that wasn't really even a relationship. It was just a control thing work. Yeah. But the plot twist <laughs> is she and I did actually end up speaking maybe like. A year, a year and a, over a year after we actually um, broke up. Broke up. Right. And for her to have been so insecure about men, I was surprised when she told me that she was actually transitioning herself to be a man. To be a man. I'm mad speechless. <laughs> so and she looked. She just dressed like a man. So she looked like a woman, everything like that. 
So her transition, she was taking the pills and exactly. I have a coworker that's doing it. Right. And um taking the the hormones, yeah, the repl- yeah. and that's still her trans she's still on that transition right now. Has, so I don't know what her current She has a beard. And shit I don't now? know. I haven't seen I have <laughs> I haven't seen her in two thousand what year are we in twenty twenty? probably yeah. all of twenty nineteen. I haven't laid eyes on her. I don't seen her in two thousand eighteen? Probably. Y'all broke up in what? Two thousand and seventeen. All right. And how so did we, she look? When I when I when I saw her last, she looked normal. But right. when we spoke, we hear the voice. I could hear it in her voice, and she told. So we spoke the first time, <laughs> and I could hear it, but it didn't register to me. And by the second conversation, I think I asked her like, you know, your voice sounds different, and she was like, yeah, yeah. I'm you know I'm transitioning. She was like, I'm surprised you didn't notice it when we spoke last time. I was like, I, you know, it, it sounds different, but, you know, time passes. You're not really thinking. Yeah. And I don't have eyes on her through social media at all. Right. This is wild. So, I don't know what her her current gender... full dude now. I don't know what her current she gender, into men's bathroom g- gender pronouns are. I don't know. I want to be respectful. But, yeah. Wow. Now... All right, so <laughs> after the breakup, you messed with the dude from work? I did. And what was that like? Yeah, yeah, sex and everything like that? It was... Because you went from three years of a fake penis <laughs> to a real guy. So... It's a boy. Yeah, I'm the boy. He's Pinocchio. So with him, it was honestly a funny situation. We didn't actually end up having sex until... A long time after us messing around at work, because I was I wasn't giving it up. Yeah, yeah. I was being reserved. I wasn't giving it up, but I was I wanted like I was into him and I wanted something with him. But he he wasn't really giving me what I what I thought I wanted. What you mean by that? Like emotionally. All right. Yeah. He yeah, was yeah. still running around doing him, not really. Trying to, you know, me, I'm out of this relationship. I meet a guy, I like him, I'm head over heels. I want yeah. him to be my boyfriend. Like, clearly that didn't make sense. And yeah. he wasn't jacking it. Like, he wasn't really giving me that energy, that play. Yeah. So, eventually me and him kind of really just stopped, um, you know, speaking to each other on that level. He left the job not too long after. So, I wasn't seeing him. We stopped speaking. But we had that intermittent conversation where, you know, months few months I would hit him up we would speak mm-hmm. I, you know run into him we, we might link once just chill chop it up but it wasn't until probably a few months after all of that that I was like alright you know in my mind I'm not really trying to be, you never did anything before that no alright in my mind I'm not really trying to you know fuck with you heavy like that but you know I was always interested in, in you in you and you know you could you could get it like so <laughs> so he got it <laughs> And that went down like maybe like once or twice. Once or twice. Yeah, because he still was on his running around, not oh. sure. And I wasn't gonna just be a fuck okay. around, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. if it was gonna be something, it was gonna be something. And if it wasn't, it wasn't. So it wasn't, and you know, that kind of if it, it, it faded out. I haven't spoke to him since probably like middle of last year. Hmm. So, yeah. yeah. That was it? That's it. And you I know. see you <laughs> online. You post your little messages from 
all these guys. We're going to now. Like, where you at now? You post your little messages on your stories about these guys that send you DMs and messages. And they just shoot and they shot. And you like, <laughs> it's mad funny. If y'all follow Delilah after this episode, she's, she does this kind of like here and there. But it's funny as hell. So you on like dating apps and stuff like that? So I, yes, I have used dating apps. Um, I've met less than a handful of dudes from dating apps. Yeah. Um, nothing worth discussing. Right. You know, nothing really. Actually, let me not say that. I no, lie. wait, wait. Before you get into that, mm-hmm. you never thought about going back to being lesbian. This so, threw you all the way off. So the interesting thing about the dude that I worked with that mm-hmm. kind of like had my attention yeah. was he was a dad and mm. he was a really good dad. Mm. His world revolved around his daughter and I saw that and that's what drew me to him. Gotcha, gotcha. So at that time, I'm like, if I, like, I, I want my, like when I have kids, I don't have kids. So when I want, like, and I want kids. So when I have kids, I would want to have my child with a biological, you know, yeah, yeah. man. The right, the right way. The, the <laughs> traditional heteronormative way, you know? Yeah. So I said to myself, like, it wouldn't, it wouldn't make sense to pursue another, you know, yeah. lesbian relationship. Yeah. Am I still attracted to women? Sure. Would I hang out with a woman today in 2020? It's possible. But I wouldn't let that escalate to a relationship. Mm. So the men that you are involved with, they have to understand that you are bi, basically. I mean, yeah. In cool. if you want to be technical, I mean, I don't, I don't subscribe to labels. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I like who I like. Yeah. So it doesn't. And this might sound like a shock to you know <laughs> whomever's listening that knows me, but it doesn't. You don't necessarily have to be, you know, a woman mm-hmm. or a man. You could kind of be. Anywhere on that spectrum, right. you're a person. Right. If I like you, I like you. Yeah. So. Cool, cool. All right. So you did your thing once or twice. <laughs> what was like after that? You were just like on the prowl of just men. Right, right, right. So, uh, I've, I've, yeah. there was, there might have been, oh, I, <laughs> ironically enough, somewhere in the last, last year yeah. and a half, I reconnected with the first girl that I ever liked from high school. Gotcha. So, you know, that coming out story, you realize yeah. you like girls. I reconnected with that girl somewhere mm-hmm. within like the last year and a half. Um, so we were talking. There was like another chick that I met. We were talking. We dated. Yeah. But we didn't sleep together. Like I, I haven't slept with any women since my all ex. Right, all right. But I did entertain like one or two mm-hmm. people, like women but again like that's not what I want in the long term so I didn't really go too far down yeah. those paths now you know now at this age you know what you want at this age I know what I want yes and you mean these men <laughs> you post them online and it's funny as I hell. don't post them I post, post the I post the conversations yeah, yeah. because shit is funny <laughs> if any if anybody is aware of the the dating pool these days in New York in, New, in York New York City yeah. it's not easy it's trash you know, mm. I I don't know the male perspective. I really finished both of those drinks, but yeah. I don't know the male perspective on what they experience in dating, but the female perspective, it's challenging. Nobody knows what they want, basically. Nobody, is, well, the the women I meet, they don't know what they want. And well, the, my my female friends, they 
say the same thing. Like guys play games. Right. Everybody's just dating just to date. Right. I think and go I on think, dates just to go on dates. Right. I think I think there's a lot of negative I think people have a lot of negative experiences that impact the way they move going forward, but rightfully so. And that's probably like a whole nother conversation yeah, yeah. for a whole nother day. But what I run into a lot is these men who may or may not have had negative experiences with other women. So when they meet you, they're maybe jaded or yeah, yeah. they're skeptical. So they kind of give you half-ass energy and they kind of expect... you're so used to being fucked over. Right. So waiting for it. Right. Yeah. Right. So they come to you with half-ass energy and as a woman... You know what you want. You have a certain standard, and these dudes are not meeting it, and it's just a fucking joke yeah. at this yeah. point, you know? So that's where the screenshots come from because these guys, they pull up with this weak energy, <laughs> and I'd be like, I, I, you know, I treat it as, I treat it as, a, I, I don't want to say a joke, but. No, that's a joke on your, on your, on your stories I tend to be so straightforward about it it's just it sounds it sounds wild and yeah. then like these guys you know they they come up with the weak energy but you are still a solid person I'm right. you know I'm still a solid right. person I'm still a good catch so their interest is here like they have the interest but for some reason it doesn't translate in their actions mm-hmm. so it's just like you say you want this, but then you do this. Mm. Which one is it? Like, I need what you say to translate into how you move. Right, right. And when it doesn't, you get put on the summer jam screen because <laughs> you be saying you you. Yeah. It's funny. It's just funny. So that, that's that's been your life nowadays, twenty twenty. Right. Are you still like just out there? Are you still just looking? I would say that. I mean, I'm not necessarily looking because I know that. The, the dating pool is is not great. I'm open-minded. Like, if I meet a guy, I'll give him a fair shot. And whatever he presents with, he presents with. And if it's a good match, it's a good match. And sometimes it's a good match for a bit. But then sometimes, yeah. you know, that runs its course. And it's just like, this is, this is not really productive to kind of move towards anything. And I'm not saying that, like, every guy that I date is a guy that I'm going to marry. Right. You know? I don't mind just enjoying your company and whatever comes about from that comes from that but I also have you know a certain kind of standard of how I want to move and how 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 I do move myself yeah if I'm a person that can give myself the stars and the moon if you can't pull up with that it's just like I've been through that already Mm -hmm. I can't really deal with a person who can't meet me where I'm at true yeah as far as like the things that I like to do things that I want to do and the lifestyle that I want to live and how I feel like I should be treated as a woman because yeah. I, I know what my worth is. That's good. So yeah, then, you know... I feel you on that. You old enough and you know... Yeah, you know. Like, you're taking shit serious now. Right. Yeah, so... Mm, I want this drink. This drink is so good. If you come to Buatai Ramen, get the lychee martini. It's good. Anyway, <laughs> that was promote promotion for them. All right. I had this... We were talking on the phone yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. And... I thought of a question. What would you prefer? You had strap-ons and all this stuff mm-hmm. for a long time. Mm-hmm. Then you had the real deal Holyfield, right? If it was your last... If, it, if somebody said, 
You have to take either or for the rest of your life. Which one are you taking? That's easy. I'm taking the real deal. And why is that? Because it feels better and I'm more physically and sexually attracted to men. Wow. All right. I wasn't expecting that one. Yeah. It's... They always say the woman does stuff better than the men. Like when it comes to like fellatio and all this other stuff. I do believe... Oh, I hear that on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I do think women are good at giving oral sex to other women. Like, So you... All right. So when it comes to that, would you choose the woman or the man? It's still the man. Because the man got the... He got the... The D to follow up is that that interaction is yeah. different. And honestly, it's not really so much of a men versus woman thing when it comes to performing oral sex mm-hmm. on a woman. It's just your your own individual skill level. And individually, women tend to do it better. They know what you, they, know? Yeah, you know, so it's it's not like cut and dry because work bay. Yeah. <laughs> like that was some of the best over uh, redacted. Over, over redacted, over redacted. Wow. I actually had to teach her. What? Bumba Clyde. <laughs> I had to teach her. In the beginning, she told me, "Oh, I don't really do See, this." I don't hear these type of stories. Well, that's why I decided to it's come always on. Always like, oh, the woman is always better. They know where to go because they have. Nah, in her previous oh, relationship, wow. I don't know what that was like, or her previous relationships, but she swore like that wasn't her thing. And I said, "Here, this is this is a thing." Because I'm not really interested in the, the superficial penis. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did that for her. Like, Man. so if I'm going to do that for you, you're going to have to perfect this for right, me. Right, right. So we work, you know, we, we went, we worked through that. Yeah. But, you know, old work bay, he, he, he pulled up, you know, in the clutch at, at the beginning of the, you know, the first inning. He, he, he was <laughs> the there. He was, <laughs> you know, first quarter, he was, he put up 50, like. Got you. You know? Not that's a... crazy. Wow. That's the first time I ever heard that. Um, any regrets you have within this relationship? Honestly, I don't want to say that I regret staying, but I regret not using logic and sense over my emotions. Right. Because I would have seen that that dynamic was based out of an internal, you know, insecurity for control mm-hmm. yeah. and not so much love for yeah. me. Yeah. Your my like her world revolving around me was not because she loved me. It was because that was just who she was and how she was. Mm-hmm. So I could have been anybody in a way. As long as I made her feel loved, she would have kind of been the same. Yeah. Yeah. And she's hopped. From relationship to relationship, and she's not looking in the mirror. It's basically, I don't. I really don't know so what's going. Were, I really don't know what's going on with that. But, but how do you know that you you creeping? No. So <laughs> <laughs> we when we we when we when we were still like in contact. Remember, I told you not even a month later after the break, or maybe a little month, a little well, after. You know, else. she's already yeah, in yeah, another situation, yeah, yeah. and as for a while, I was able to still see because I think we still had each other as friends. Yeah, yeah. So she was like in another relationship. If we broke up in November, by New Year's, she was kissing somebody else when the ball dropped. Like, yeah, that's you know, and that's your only regret staying for that long. Yeah, like it wasn't the best use of my time mm. and my prime. Yeah, but it right. is what it is. Now, 
three questions I always ask my, my guests here. If somebody going through a heartbreak or a breakup, what is some advice you would give them? This is probably going to sound... This is one of the questions, mm-hmm. but go ahead. This is probably going to sound cliche, but I would say focus on yourself. Um, even if you're not going through a breakup, but you're in a space where you're feeling lonely mm-hmm. and you're feeling like you want someone, you feel like you want a relationship, which I feel like a lot of people in this day and age are going through. If you go mm-hmm. on Twitter, everyone is, I need a bae, I need a bae, I need this, I need it that. It feels good. Yeah. I understand the need to have that companionship and to have that relationship with another person. But when you focus on yourself truly, get to know yourself truly and can make yourself happy mm-hmm. and you're successful, that need for another person becomes a little less potent. Until you go, go through that breakup. <laughs> With that person. Then it's like you got to take a while to get to yourself again. Because you lose yourself after every breakup. See, the thing about my last breakup, and I think I don't, maybe I'm not the best person to answer this question, is because I, my bags were already packed yeah, you, when the door you, closed. You didn't lose yourself. You, you was already out of it yeah, months ago. So yeah. that's not for you. For a person that invests a lot in it, they break up. It's like you lose yourself and you got to gain. You got to get that back. Yeah. Again, so, focus yeah, on yourself. Focus on yourself. Focus, focus yeah. on yourself. Figure out. What makes you happy when no one else is in the room? Mm. What can you wake up and do that's going to make you happy if you do it by yourself? Spend time by yourself. Get to know yourself. Mm-hmm. Go out, meet. Sh- go yeah. out and meet strangers. Travel, mm-hmm. explore, live. There's more to life. Yeah. You know, like it hurts. You know, and your whole life changes when you lose a person. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like. What do I want my life to look like now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you try a little bit of this, you try a little bit of that, Start. and f- figure out what yeah. feels comfortable and what feels authentic and genuine. Yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. you have, whatever you do that doesn't require you to change who you are mm-hmm. too much, that's what you stick with and you go with and you build on. Mm. Good advice. Yeah. Because it's easy to wake up and be yourself. Mm-hmm. That doesn't take stress. It doesn't take thought. It doesn't take too much premeditation. So if you can live your life that way, it's easy. Yeah. It's easier to to be happy when you're not doing too much work to yeah. to, to to meet a goal or yeah, yeah. you know whatever it is that you might be trying to accomplish. Got you. Yeah, it's good advice. Now, second question is, uh, what's the biggest lesson learned from this past relationship? Or what lessons have you learned for you, about yourself or anything? I think the biggest... You big- wrote a lot of... The, in your questionnaire, you wrote a lot, but the, I want you to off the, the head. The biggest lesson that I would say that I took from all of this is to, to take your time... And to be sure and don't budge and don't settle. And mm. and you know you know what I really also say is, and it kind of sounds like what I just said, but like mm-hmm. engage in the relationships that don't require you to change. You can be your true, genuine, authentic self. Engage in those relationships, whether it be friends, yeah. I romantic. Learned I learned that when I turned 30. Right. Yeah. But it's so important to be yourself. And again, I know these things sound cliche, but I've like I've done it and I've been through it, you know. And I and I realize that I have the best outcomes when I'm able to be myself. Yeah. 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 
If you judge free, like you getting what you what I put out. And be be comfortable and be confident in who you are and really love yourself. Mm-hmm. You really have to have a real good connection and understanding of yourself before you can offer yourself to anyone. Mm-hmm. You gotta really know yourself. So take time and do that. Mm-hmm. So that way you are whole and you're not looking for someone to complete you. Gotcha. You're looking for someone yeah. to compliment you and be your your other equal and not your other half. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Like, you want to be whole and you want to meet someone who's whole and move from there. And the, the, the biggest lesson learned is that you, you realize that right. after. So right, right. So that's why, like, in dating now, like, if... If a person is not, like, able to kind of really meet me where I'm at and be mm-hmm. on the same page as me, even, no. yeah, like, I'm not going to waste your time because it's not it's not sustainable gotcha. to make those modifications. Like, what I say now is, if my lifestyle and the way I move and the way I operate is I could book a flight tonight for tomorrow, mm-hmm. you need to be able to book a flight tonight for tomorrow. So that's what you want to meet. So my dad... That brings not just take away from your plate, but adds to your plate. Right. Or just meet the plate. Meet my yeah, beat meet it, your have plate. this have a, a comparable plate. It doesn't yeah, have to yeah, look yeah. exactly the same, but yeah. let it be comparable and I like that. You know, meet meet you really gotta meet your equal and don't don't settle. Don't settle because what you settle for eventually is gonna come back up. Mm-hmm. It's argument. Gonna, <laughs> it's gonna come back up. Oh yeah. no, you know, I could I could deal with the kids and then you can't take you know, trips and then the kids. You, want, you know, it's like you got to yeah. stick to your, stick to your guns. You don't, you're doing yourself a disservice by compromising. Mm. You know, like don't, don't budge. Gotcha, gotcha. That's good advice. Yeah. Lessons learned, man. Um, and you older, so, so you, you, you're a little wise. All right. And I've dealt with enough people over, you know, this relationship ended in 2008. 17 we're in 2020 so i've been single for some years now mm-hmm. I've, I've had you know situations i wouldn't even call them situationships but you know i i haven't met anyone that i felt like i could commit to because no one is really able to meet me where i'm at gotcha hey just gotta keep going what i was what i was oh last question is the song dedicated to your ex? You remember the song you put? I believe I put "Say Goodbye" by Chris Brown. Yep. <laughs> and it's like it's never really the right time. That was his first album, right? Probably. Yeah, I know that song. All right. We gotta go our separate. We gotta go our separate ways. Yeah. Like it's hard, and I don't want to do it, yeah. and it's never the right time. But like, I gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. So, Say Goodbye by Chris Brown. There's some strong lyrics in that. He was young at the time. Mm-hmm. Somebody wrote that for him. He, was, he wasn't saying goodbye to nobody at 17. Probably wasn't. Yeah. But it was nice having you, Delilah. It's been a good episode. I know spring and summer and all that stuff is going to keep coming up. People are like, why should you keep talking about spring and summer? But you told your story. You finally got it out. Yes. you strictly dickly now. Yes. <laughs> she's on Hinge app or whatever app she's on. This, on Twitter. This, 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 I'm on Tinder, but not really. Tinder? Tinder is for the hookups, I thought. T- t- you can go. I've gone on some dates. I've, Yo, I've, I haven't hooked up with anyone from Tinder. 
My homegirl said she goes on Tinder just to meet guys for dick. So that's what that was my mindset. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, that's that's not my style. All right. And some guys actually want to go on dates. On Tinder. Yeah. I you, was told you, to go on Hinge app. Hinge app is more serious. It probably is. I don't. I haven't used that one, but um, you could you could you know in that conversation you ask a person. So you know what are you interested in, and they'll tell all you, right, right. I, I want to hook up, or you know. Believe it or not, a lot of people are looking for love on Tinder. Gotcha. Not even gonna hold you. I just can't do the small talk, man. It's hard. I can't sit there. Oh, um, it's your turn to talk. What I'm gonna say hi. If you are a good conversationalist, it takes it takes two good conversationalists for it to work. Yeah. If so, if one if it's if one person is not really talkative or they don't have much to say then it, it becomes a drag and mm-hmm. those conversations they die where they That's die yeah i'll be deleting those apps now because it's like it's a drag yeah <laughs> some sometimes you'll you'll meet a you'll meet a a good one there's actually a guy now that's around how old and, is he? he he white 35 no he's black uh, 35 what's your what's your range my age range yeah 43 to 35 <laughs> so i'm 32 <laughs> And I would like a guy to be at least thirty-two, up to like you know, forty. I, 40. I had a, I had a forty-two-year-old. Wasn't really. He was immature. Yo, he was he was crazy too. That's a whole nother episode. <laughs> That's a whole nother episode. So your your range is from 32 to 42? Yeah, 40? yeah, yeah, 42. I mean, that's that's the oldest that I've dealt with. Gotcha. Um, and you don't care about race? Black is a preference. Um, a strong preference. <laughs> and uh, almost only black. All right. I be, you know, I be seeing little uh, little stories where a girl will have a white guy, and I'm like, damn, mm. if she could do it, then maybe I can. But mm. it's not really my twist. Yeah. It just, it might really be a, a, a special circumstance for that to work out. Gotcha, gotcha. But I did probably, probably after Redacted, no, it had to be before redacted. I don't you even know. With a white guy? But there was a white girl. No, a white girl. A white girl, all right. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, I can't so do I, white, I, I tried the white. So I tried the white meat and. I can't do it, the white it, meat. It honestly wasn't, it wasn't that great. So, yeah. I, yeah. you know, I'm, you know, the black kings out there who have their, you know, their affairs in she order. I'm to tell you all her information. Where, they, where can they find you? So I'm on Instagram. <laughs> At regular underscore underscore degular, mm-hmm. or if you search me by Delilah Elizabeth, you'll find me. Mm-hmm. And on Twitter, my uh, my Twitter name is Honey Garlic, but it's Honey underscore underscore, and then it's G A R I I C. There's Twitter's no L. Lesbians, so Honey Garlic. They always they in your DMs. I already know. But if you search me on Twitter as Oxtail Gravy, you'll find me. Twitter? Oxtail Gravy? Oxtail Gravy. That's for the men. All right. That's for the black men. That's for the Jamaicans. Listen, <laughs> I'm a ball of fun. You, you got to... OMG. You got you to gotta come find so out. So Honey Garlic and Oxtail Gravy. Yeah. So you know how you have your at name yeah. and then you have like the name that the you name, can put yeah. in? So the, the yeah. at name is Honey Garlic, but it's not spelled with an L. It's two I's. Yeah. And... Oh, my Twitter name, yeah. I put I'm Mr. Old Four Loco. So that's my Twitter name. But my name is Lama B one one one. Right. My at name. The at name, yeah. So gotcha. either way, either way you search it, honey honey garlic, two eyes, no L, or oxtail gravy, you'll find me. And on Instagram it's regular 
underscore underscore Degular or Delilah Elizabeth. You'll find me. Gotcha. It was nice having you on here. We finally got this done. Yes. You're about to go to this next podcast show that I won't name and have fun. Do your thing. Thank you. Tell me about it. I'm going scouting. Scouting for who? Ain't nobody going to be there. Listen, it's New York City. Any fans are not what you want. But anyway, I'm hating. <laughs> but enjoy yourself. Thank you for being on here. That's episode whatever. I'm out. Bye. <laughs>